And here we are back for the third quarter. Canada versus the United States here in the Philippines in Manila. Games don't get much bigger than this, Cajun. Bronze medal, Canada, United States. Canada shooting 56% from three after two quarters of play. And not only that, Cage, they've played really well against this American side. They have not got out-rebounded too badly by this bigger American team. And clearly the halftime break did not cool cool off Dylan Brooks, who starts off the second half with a layup. Canada, though, again, continuing just to make shots, Cajun, in transition off his steals here as Brooks gives it up to SGA. The two best players for Team Canada. Playing like two best players from Team Canada. And this is interesting here. Um, I don't know where you're at, Spencer, because of like the buffering. But Canada using their challenge here. And it's interesting. Yeah, I actually am right now just seeing me. What? That's one of those calls where it's too close to tell whether it went off of SGA or not. Well, that decision was quick. Well, Cage, normally there are review teams at these types of tournaments. So obviously the Canadian review team was like, hey, Jordy, we think we can win this one. Let's let's use our challenge now. If we think early in the third quarter. Something that I did okay, not it does. think I would... Go ahead, that Something that I did not think I would see at this tournament... A double team on Dylan Brooks. Flushes it down. The Americans back within four here in the third quarter. And I, I oh my God. You know, ascending to the bench. Oh, 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 oh my. When it rains, I it pours. 
Cajun. I'm, I'm at a loss for words. Take a bow. Imagine the Houston Rockets got like a 20 to 22 point score. And I'm telling you, an underpass. Because no one's ever talked about Dylan Brooks being a bad defender. You know, he, he is, he's always been a good defender in the NBA. If he can score at this level, or even close to it, what a signing he will be for Houston and with that young Raw. Kicked out by the Americans. Jumper no good. And it will knock Josh Hart. Say my Wi-Fi is working. It's rather slowly right now, which is kind of today. But regardless, I'm just happy to be able to bring you this one somewhat live after not being able to give you the semifinal against Serbia because of my Wi-Fi outages. And I also want to mention Bridges will now go to the line for the and one. And, of course, Bridges makes it, and the Americans the other way again get it to go, and it's Anthony Edwards. And this is a good timeout call by Time Jordan Fernandez. By Canada. Good timeout here. You don't want you, you, you want to stop this American run right here, right now, and reset reset your reset your reset not only your offense but your defense as well. So good time I called there by Jordy Fernandez. To your point, Cage, and it is a real call when you think about that this game right now is still only by two, but they're still up. And they're still not getting killed in the glass. You know, obviously, the taller bigs of the U.S., like Walker Kessler, etc. But with them being short bodies, too, you got to think that this game, as we get to the fourth quarter, is going to start slanting in favor of, of Canada. Especially with the lack of depth from USA right now with them missing three players due to illness. And like I was mentioning with this American coaching staff, no matter the roster they send to these types of tournaments, the coaching staff for the Americans is always star-studded. Like, the Canadians actually, I'll say, hire a coach, you know, which right now is Jordy Fernandez, formerly with Steve Kerr, and and that ilk. The Americans normally just send a coach from the NBA. I, I, Steve Kerr has been, been the most recent example. It used to be Greg Popovich, of course, with Kerr behind him as an assistant. And now the assistant clue, Mark Few of the Gonzaga Bulldogs played against a played against a couple of his underlings as this tournament has gone on because Gonzaga crew up and have some European players.
as we've seen. Well, Barrett Killer, right? and Brunson just responded with a floater. Not bad defense from Dort there, but can't let Brunson go to go to his left hand. You definitely can't. As again, my stream is buffering. So, okay, you'll be my eyes and ears for now. There's a foul on Josh Hart and Canastella with possession. And I also do want to mention, Cajun, that with um, the ambassadors they've been showing us, Carmelo Anthony is one of two Americans to have three gold medals at the Olympics. Now, Carmelo Anthony and Kevin Durant are the only two Americans to have three or more. They're only the only ones with three gold medals, but they're the only Americans to have three gold medals at the Olympics, which is a mighty hard to do because again the turns every four years and you gotta be good enough to make the team right each right so that is very impressive by those two men yep and anthony edwards and sga are starting to perk up a bit edwards knocking down that three and it's back to a two-point game in favor of Team Canada with SGA. Got Bridges leaning and a hard foul there by Anthony Edwards as SGA will head to the line for two. I was trying to think of the last assistant Cajun, and how can I forget? It's Eric Spolstra of, of course, the Miami Heat. So it is a coaching staff of Steve Kerr, Tyron Liu, Eric Spolstra, and Mark Few. Talk about Damn. a group that know their stuff. Yeah, the Americans always a group of coaches. It used to be Popovich and, and Coach K from Duke, but now it is Steve Kerr, Tyron Lue, of course, the Clippers, Miami Heat, Eric Spolster, and then Gonzaga. They have a college coach in there, which I do appreciate, because, you know, college coaches, I'm not going to say they're as good as NBA coaches, but they're different from NBA coaches, because of the, the well, obviously, with the, the recruiting, and having to be full autonomy of the team, NBA, and, you know, to college teams, you may have one guy you know, play in the NBA. In the NBA, you've got 15 guys who play in the NBA, right? So, you know, it's just kind of the margins are a lot different from college coaching to the NBA coaching. Which is why it's so hard to make that trade for a lot of guys, which we've seen great college coaches not make it at the NBA level. You know, John Calipari, Rick Pitino, you know, just to name a few. And that's a three for McKinney within one. And now, SGA may have just gone three of his own the hard way as he gets the layup and the foul. And we're having a chance to, to 
push that lead right back up to four. We've seen this throughout the Walker Kessler has always been SGA's quarter, and it's ringing true today. As he knocks down the free throw. And Bobby Porters is on the floor. He really made an impact. As you mentioned, Cage, that's signed by SGA. Walker just forced a turnover. That's a foul on Bobby Porters, and they're asking for a clear basket or a, 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 a unsportsmanlike. Pardon me. They're call, are asking for unsportsmanlike. They're on the grab. I don't think I per, don't know if that was enough of a grab for that to be unsportsmanlike, but they are going to review this. Well, you might as well take a little look at the iPad cage just to make sure, you know, you, you know, you know, you, you know, or if you got to check your texts or your emails, you know, you might as well take your time here too with four minutes left in the third quarter of this bronze medal game. You know, never really know when you're getting texted by the, uh, you know, your significant other or what have you. I, so of course. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of a grab there as S- Nikhil Alexander Walker is trying to complete that steal and go the other way. I think it's important to know that they have a foul, common foul. So it's going to take a, 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 a conclusion. Inclusive evidence you to confirm this to be a sportsman uh, uh, language for automatic ejection, just like five fouls is an automatic. And they do call it, it a is you no longer foul. eligible. And Spencer, I guess that from... I guess that little grab cage. What? I guess that grab warranted an unsportsmanlike foul. So it's two free throws in the ball back. So obviously the the referees must have saw it as a as when Nikhil was trying to get around Bobby that Bobby had kind of impeded him and that must be what the unsportsmanlike is for. But again, that's where the FIBA rules are are different. They are. They're 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 very different. And we've said Alexander and we've Walker makes number on, one. And we've said this on episode eleven of Polar Opposites that we love we've we've grown to love the FIBA game more so than the NBA game. We adore the FIBA rule set. It's a, for me. It's a lot more like college ball, kids. And I I I love college ball. They play forty minutes. College ball's two halves of 20. Here it is two, um, obviously four quarters of 10. But, you know, for me, it just, I, I definitely prefer this rule set. Brooks at the, ooh, right at the uh, end of the shot clock takes us kind of fading back three and just couldn't get that one to go hit the front of the rim. So now Edwards, other end, right through Olenek, and he'll get the foul against the big man. No. Lennox was a little bit straight up. You could argue that could have been a charge. And 
Mind you, that was Brooks's first miss from behind the arc, and I don't think it was because of Brooks. He just had to get it off at the end of the shot clock. And he was fading back. That if he didn't fade back, Kate, do you think he would have made it? Because again, he hit the front of the rim, which means it was short. And normally, you're short when you fade. You know, when you forward, your are hard. And if you're kind of fading back, you're shooting too soft. You got to put more power into it type of thing. So, you know, in fist, the way long if you're fading backwards. As Barrett now with the pass from the doubled SGA. Barrett getting right through Reeves. I'm surprised they didn't get Reeves there on the reach. But Barrett goes up. And, of course, I'm buffering. And it's good for our Jay Barrett. Of course, it's with that left hand. Do you want to mention Jalen Brunson and R.J. Barrett teammates on the New York Knicks? And I'll, I'll also say Josh Hart teammates yep. on the New York Knicks. Lots of New York Knickerbockers in this game. You know, you like to use government names. I like to use full names of of, MB, of uh, sports teams. And the threes just keep falling for Team Canada. It's Olenek now from behind the arc. Yes, it is. Canada has been electric from behind the arc cage and then Bobby Portis on the other end again Canada shooting 52% from three both teams shooting over 60% from the floor you know these two teams are playing at an absolute just rapid pace and I like and I like that sequence of officiating from the from from these refs no call on the drive from R.J. Barrett, but the, but a no call on that drive from Austin Reeves. So they're letting them play. But, it, but in fairness to, to Olenek, Olenek didn't really hit him. Olenek was going to contest, and then as, you know, Olenek kind of stepped forward as Dylan Brooks went, I'll take a nice drink of water and probably show back up here at the start of the fourth quarter as we got about two minutes left here in this and the Order. three, and I sound like a broken record at this point, but the threes keep falling for Team Canada. And it's Nikhil Alexander Walker with that one. The Americans right now have 10 turnovers. They've averaged almost 14 a game, 13 points something throughout this tournament with turnovers, which is too many. Which, if you're an American fan cage, is too many. As Olenek picks up his fourth foul there on Bobby Portis in the post, which means Olenek's probably going to have to sit. To my surprise, no. not. Oh, Edwards oh, is good. Maybe they're they have some confidence in Zach Eady. Howell's not worse for wear. So you got Grant Hills in the crowd. They're showing another FIBA, I assume, ambassador and Grant Hill. As SGA almost gets doubled. Olinick. For R.J. Barrett rattles in and out. Reeves didn't even try to contest it. Surprise! The Americans are letting the Canadian shoot right now. Cage as Johnson can't get it to go. And who got the foul there? Rudy Fernandez kind of drops his hands in anguish. And looked like that was Nick. It looked like it was on to kill Alexander Walker as Johnson misses the first. 
you want to mention there that Lou Dort came flying out of nowhere gauge and had a great contest there on that Johnson shot. And that's a big empty possession there for the United States as as he missed both, and that comes back to haunt them as SGA gets it done from the mid-range and the nine-point game for Team Canada with a minute five left. I'm and a little a behind you, Cage. For the United States. Yeah, I'm a little behind you, Cage, so you keep going as I'll just keep looking at numbers here for this game as Canada has just been so good, Cage. And so good. And they look to extend it to double digits as R.J. Baird draws a foul on Bobby Portis. And, and I do want to mention this, Cajun. If, if with, with right now this third quarter, it's their second 30-point quarter of the game. This is right now at 32, make that 33 points with R.J. Baird at the line. But they've now had two 30-point quarters. In, in this game. But it doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise me because, one, they're playing the United States, and, two, their styles of play are similar. And you know what their styles of play. Not yes, a lot they of both want to play fast. Play. As Barrett knocks See, down both free throws, and it's an 11-point game, which I think is the big – I got to be honest here. I believe you're right. It is the biggest lead for Canada, one of the biggest. But as much as I, I'm so happy with this Canadian performance, and there's so many positives we've seen, and they're not holding the ball so well, they're not getting killed inside right now, which they've been all tournament. Where was this against Serbia? Like Serbia basically did this to Canada. They they set up and killed them inside a lot better than the Americans have, but they played really fast too. Cage they killed them in transition. Throughout that game, did Serbia in the semifinal, you know, and well, and they knocked them out on the right with the right result in that one. Well, here's the thing: as the third quarter comes to an end, and what a third quarter there from Team Canada, 91-82 at the end of three quarters. And to answer your question of about where was this against Serbia. <clears throat> This is where the feedback experience factor comes in for me. And this is where Canada not playing together for as long as they are, as they have been, hurt them. Because Serbia has been there, done that. I believe it was their third semifinal out of, their, out of the past four World Cups. Um... The, exper the experience and chemistry were really a factor in that semifinal game for Serbia against Canada. You can argue that was the case for Germany against the United States, too. And those sorts of factors do matter, especially at the FIBA level. 